What's up, everybody? It's Candace Lodre, your favorite family life coach, coming to you again this week with your Celebrity Lemonade. I hope you guys had an amazing weekend, an awesome week. I am so excited to actually somewhat have my voice back. (laughs) I'm still dealing with this nasty cold, but um, hopefully it'll be completely out of my system within the next week or so. But it's not about me. It's about getting to this tea, right? So this week, um, we are going to talk about another entertaining topic, which is the family feud, the Norwoods versus Princess Love and Ray J. So we are going to be talking about the recent episode that happened on last week on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. So if you guys haven't been watching um, this amazing franchise, and I say that lightly because <laughs> I think everybody kind of watch it as a guilty pleasure, but nobody really wants to say it out loud. Um, <laughs> an interesting um, storyline kind of came up. So as you guys know, I like to give you a little history about the celebrities that I cover. So here we go. Now, everybody should know, but if they don't know, Mr. Ray J. Norwood, he is the infamous, and I say infamous very strongly, um, brother of the incredible singer Brandy Norwood. Now, Ray J. has been in the spotlight since he was young, just like his sister, and he has made a name for himself through his acting and singing and somewhat rapping, but I think he's more of a singer than a rapper. One of his most famous songs, I would say, is If I Had One Wish. And considering I have a cold, I will not mess up y'all ears today. So I will not sing it, but you probably already got the tune in your head as you're thinking about the title of the song. So Ray J has mostly been known for his antics off screen (laughs) not in front of the camera well maybe I'll take that back one of his infamous um antics was in front of the camera unfortunately um but it didn't have anything to do with his acting and nothing to do with his singing um everyone knows him from the sex tape that he had with Kim Kardashian which was many 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 moons ago but yet and still to this day it is brought up some way somehow People credit it to Kim Kardashian's uh, famous plight to pretty much out of this stratosphere. Um, And from then on, he's been kind of known as the low-key bad boy in Hollywood. So fast forwarding, um, he actually tried to tame his ways and he ended up getting married to a young lady named Princess Love. Um, She's not an actress. She's not a singer. um, She is a model. And you could technically say she's an actress now because she's now a a character on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. But as far as her credentials before then, she pretty much is a pretty girl that is out here trying to make a living being a model and now she is married to Mr. Ray J. They also have a beautiful baby girl named Melody and she is gorgeous and they actually in um 
where we're at now in the season, she is still pregnant with Melody, but Melody is actually here now. And like I said, she's gorgeous. So with this episode, um, we kind of came into where um, Princess is in, I'm assuming she's about eight, eight months at the time. And um, you guys may have remembered a couple of months ago where there was pretty much like this little kind of splash of a blog post where, um, or news story, I should say, that was going around in the blogs about Ray J being out in Las Vegas. And he was taping himself talking and promoting some things he was doing out there. But in the background, you saw women, women in the shower, and a woman kind of walked past. And of course, everybody knows that he's married to Princess Love now and she's pregnant. And so it became a really big story about basically Ray J was cheating on Princess. And so to add fuel to the fire, Princess Love decided to send out a a meme um, on Instagram that basically stated indirectly <laughs> that fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. And so she basically was saying like she was leaving him because she was tired of all of his old antics coming into their present relationship. Now, if you are not familiar, um, that's where the Norwoods <laughs> outside of Princess Love and Ray J comes in, which is Mama Jersonja and Brandy. Um, the dad is pretty much low key, so he don't be getting in all this mess, but Mrs. Norwood, and we're talking about um, Ray J's mom, Sonja, she has definitely made her name in the business. She's kind of like the OG Kris Jenner in a way <laughs> for all of my newbies that may or, not, may or may not be familiar with um, Brandy and Ray J's stardom and how they got there, but they definitely got there through their mother. And like I said, she is the original Kris Jenner. She was on top of everything that they did. And at one point, Brandy was all over the place, just like your Kim Kardashian, except for in a positive way. Um, but it was um, Sonja that got them to where they are now. And Sonja is one strict mama. She does not play. She be about her business, and she makes sure her kids are about their business. But I will say just personally following their story and seeing different interviews and also different shows that they've been on um, outside of Love and Hip Hop, getting into their personal life, I would say I believe that Sonja does kind of baby and cater to Ray J a lot, but he does have that charisma where he is able to, you know, kind of sweet talk his way out of things he hits you with that sweet smile and then you kind of forget everything that he has done. And so I feel like he is a true mama's boy. And so a lot of his behavior has been excused by Sonja. And I would say per se for Brandy, it has definitely not been the case. Like Sonja has actually put her out there <laughs> bogusly in a way. Um, as far as saying that she has to get her act together when she's done things foolish. But anyways, outside of that, um, Sonja stepped in and she was upset 
that Princess Love decided to put out this meme because basically she felt that she was putting their family business out. And Brandy, who I felt that was trying to be the peacemaker in a way, kind of showed her tail behind scenes through text messages, as Princess said, but then in front of the camera, she was trying to be the peacemaker and trying to let Princess know that it's all love and you got to show respect and trying to act as though she was the level-headed one in the situation. The only person that I felt handled this situation the best was the father. <laughs> because he kept quiet and he ain't say nothing. He's like, look, I'm going to let y'all be. And I'm going to just sit back and watch it happen. I ain't saying nothing. But Ray J in the situation wasn't, he didn't play the best role either due to, I feel as though that he kind of copped out in certain ways where he put Princess under the bus and said that she was going to do some things that she did not agree to do, meaning doing a public apology that his mother wanted her to do, but she clearly wasn't feeling that. And when his mother and Brandy were, I wouldn't say ganging up on Princess at the baby gender reveal, um, but when they decided to confront her about it. I felt that Ray J was egging it on more than he was trying to settle the situation. Then he pretty much kind of took his father position too and just said, bust it. I'm gonna just let them argue it out. And as being the father of his soon to be child, being a husband of his wife and being a son of his mother, being the man in the situation, I felt that he should have stepped up a lot better than what he did so it was an unfortunate situation but it brings me to where I step in um tips on how to deal with meddling family members now whether you're married or in a relationship whether you're single um, if you are a single parent if you are just going to school if you're trying to figure life out Everybody has that family member that always is in everybody's business. And it's like, what do you do with that family member? It could be your parents. It could be your auntie. It could be your uncle. It could be that cousin that ain't got no business of their own, so they always in everybody else's. It is sad but true that we all have meddling family members, and sometimes we have more than one. But it can get conflicting because you know that it's family. So you try to be loving and understanding. But at the same time, it's like, dude, I'm going to need you to take 50 feet and stop being in my business. <laughs> so how do we do that in a healthy way where we are not only being loving and understanding, but we are also setting boundaries, which is such a key thing in this situation. So I'm going to give you two, three tips on how to deal with the meddling family members, as well as give my opinion on if the Norwoods and Princess Love and Ray J were sitting in front of me, how I would deal with their situation from a family life coach perspective. So the three tips of dealing with meddling family members are number one, be selective. Don't tell everybody your business. Very simple. You know, um, coming from a wife's perspective, being married, you know, especially in those first five years, it can be confusing. It can be 
um, unpredictable. It can be, it's unknown territory, basically. And sometimes you want to seek out others' advice or opinions about how you should handle situations that come up with your spouse. Well, that's not always the best thing to do. Why? (laughs) Because you're not always going to know the type of advice you're going to get and you're not always sure about if the person you're trying to get advice from is going to spread your business to everybody and their mama. So what's the best thing to do? Be selective. Don't tell everybody your business. Just keep it in-house. So one thing I did agree with with um, Sonja Norwood is is that it is important to try to keep things close net to the family. You don't want to always let the world know or even let other family members know what's going on because you never know what they're going to do with that information. Now, that's not to always say that every family member is the meddling family member, meaning they're trying to get in your business just to talk about your business to others negatively. So if you do have a trusted, and I say that very strongly, a trusted family member that in the past they have shown you and proved to you that they can be trusted with very sensitive and sacred information and come from an unbiased perspective. Those are two key things. They have have a history with you that they've shown you that they you can trust them with the, your information and they come from an unbiased perspective. And it's possible because I have family members that can do this. Then you can go ahead and trust them with information that's going on within your relationship or your marriage or with your personal life. And you can be able to move forward without worrying that they're going to tell other people your business. So remember those key things in the number one tip, be selective. Either don't tell nobody at all (laughs) your business and just keep it in house. Just tell Jesus because he is always listening. Or if you are going to tell someone, be selective in a way that the person that you select has a proven history that they have shown you that you can trust them with your information and that um, that you can trust them with your information and that basically they won't tell anybody else that they, they, they will be they will be they will come from an unbiased perspective. So that is the tips with number one. Now, number two, be honest. Now, this is coming from a perspective of if somebody in your family, you told the information that was going on within your marriage or your relationship or within your personal life, and they went and told other people in your family Do not lie when that information comes back to you. Be honest and tell them the truth and shame that devil, okay? (laughs) Go ahead and just be honest about it. If you try to lie and say that, oh, it's not true or that didn't happen or this didn't happen, then it's just going to turn into a bigger mess that you don't want to deal with. If it's out there, just stand in your truth and then allow for it to go away. 
Um, a lot of times, sometimes we feel as though that we have to have this picture perfect life, you know, especially dealing with this age and social media and dealing with, you know, what society has is literally like feeding us on what we should be. We need to have relationship goals. We need to have house goals. We need to have children goals. We need to have, um, fitness goals. I mean, everything is goals. And most of the time, those goals are unrealistic to even achieve. Okay. So with that being said, if your mess does get out there, own it own it, live it, and say, hey, this is what happened. Unfortunately, this family member told some sacred stuff that she wasn't or he wasn't supposed to tell, but I will be honest and say X, Y, and Z. This is what happened. We've moved forward or I'm dealing with this and I'm pushing forward and I'm pushing through and I'm moving forward and that is that. So again, tip number two, be honest. Tell the truth and shame that devil. Number three, be private. And what I mean by this is, um, don't bend, don't let, or don't vent your business out to social media because it never ends well. Okay. Do not go to social media and allow for that to be your therapist, your counselor, your best girlfriend or boyfriend. Don't do it. it. It never ends well. And again, this is one thing that I will say that I side with with Mama Sonja is that putting your business out on social media is never a good look because you are going to have tens of thousands of opinions about your situation and the majority is guaranteed to be negative so it's never helpful you know you would think that you're pouring your how your heart out to people and saying oh my gosh my man just did this to me and i'm hurting and i'm crying and i'm sad and i just need some help and people will be all up in your comments like girl you deserve it you a dummy, you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have got back with him, or you shouldn't have never married him, girl, you need to level up, you out here looking crazy, like, (laughs) the, the amount of, literally, the negativity will make your situation worse, so, when you're having issues within your marriage, or within your relationship, or even within your personal life, be private. Do not vent your business out to social media because again, it will not end well. One thing that I (laughs) suggest to do is go back to the basics. Journal, okay? Have a notebook, have a piece of paper, have something by you that you can write all of that negativity or situation or issue out and then you have it for your own personal for your own personal space you don't have it for the whole world to see you know we forget that we actually have paper and pen that we can write on and we don't have to go to twitter or instagram or facebook and write our lives away like no you don't have to do that you actually have hands that work You have a pen or pencil and you have a piece of paper or notebook and you write it out. And that way, 
again, it is safe. It is with you. And you don't have to worry about thousands of people commenting on in your journal about how <laughs> terrible you are, or terrible your husband or your wife is, or how your life is a mess. You're just getting that out, getting it on paper, and you're venting to that paper. And then hopefully, if you have a strong spiritual foundation, you will be able to consult with God during that time and he can minister to your spirit and heal you from whatever situation that you are going through and guide you and give you the direction on how to move forward. So again, a recap of the three tips are be selective. Don't tell everybody your business. Be honest. Don't lie when your business get out there. Tell the truth and shame the devil. And Number three, be private. Don't vent your business to social media. It never ends well. And this is the three tips on how to deal with meddling family members. Now, as I said earlier, what I want to do is I wanted to kind of give um, like a session <laughs> on how as a family life coach, I would deal with the Norwoods and Princess Love and Ray J if they were in a session with me regarding this particular situation. So if they were to come to me, um, I would, as far as solutions, because I am solution focused, we would not focus on the problem because the problem is already there and everyone has acknowledged what the problem is. So we're going to go right into solutions on how to be able to move forward from this and deal with this situation if it was to come back up in the future. So regarding the Norwoods, the Norwoods who will probably attend a session would be Brandy and Sonja because they were the key factors in the situation between Princess Love and Ray J. So with Brandy, starting with her, I will let her know that, you know, first of all, give her positivity on how you know she is attempting to be the great big sister that the Lord has called her to be. You know, she is trying to make sure that her brother is good and make sure that her sister-in-law is good and as well as be a great daughter to her mother and make sure she is good. So trying to be the peacemaker is always positive. However, we have to learn boundaries. And so while we're in a session, I will have her, Ray J, and Princess Love interact with each other and discuss what those boundaries are. You know, how far should she go as a sister-in-law, you know, or a sister? Um, <clears throat> what are things she should comment about? What are things that she shouldn't comment about? And so and when you establish those type of boundaries, that would allow for these situations to not happen again because everyone has an expectation of what their role is and what they should do. So again, after complimenting her on, you know, the positive um, role that she played in a situation, I would address as far as her setting boundaries with Ray J and Princess and them coming to a compromise because everybody may want completely different things. You know, Princess Love may be like, I don't want her in our business at all. And Ray J may be like, well, I want her all in our business. And Brandy just like, you know, well, I'm just trying to be the middleman. I'm just trying to, you know, help out when I can. 
So with those type of situations, we would have to talk about compromising and making sure that everybody get a piece of what they want. Not the whole shebang, but a piece of the shebang. <laughs> and so moving forward to Mama Jasonja, which I would definitely <laughs> be very cautious as far as dealing with her because she has a very strong personality. So again, I would treat her the same way that I treated Brandy as far as starting off with the positive role that she played in the situation, which was she she communicated her her issue, which is always important because nobody is psychic. So you have to communicate with individuals you have a problem with what the problem is. Um, so that was a positive note. Um, a second thing I would say is that she is trying to be the best mother she could be. She's a mama bear. So she's trying to cover not only Ray J, but cover Princess Love too, because now that they are one, she's technically Princess Love manager as well. So she's trying to cover them in the best way possible from all the haters and all of the trolls that are outside of their circle. Now, as far as her, the solutions that I would come to the table with with her is setting boundaries with what is the difference between, uh, well, no, I'm sorry, not setting boundaries, but understanding the difference first between what is being a momager and what is being a mother. And those are two, I'm sorry, manager, not momager, because that's combining the two. Setting um, an understanding of what is a manager and what is a mother. So I would have her list down what she feels is her role as a manager, what she feels is her mother a role as a mother. I would also have Ray J and Princess Love list down their um, the qualities of both in both roles as well. Once we decide to do that, we will come together and say okay. So what are some of the things that we can pick out of the manager role that we all agree on? We'll move forward as far as talking about that. Then we will move on to the mother role. Once we come with that combined list, then we can say, well, are you comfortable, Sonja Norwood, with operating in this combined list that we all came and did together and so that would give her an opportunity to be able to see in black and white exactly what her roles um what her duties are within the roles of being a manager and a mother and it would help her to have boundaries as well to know okay you know this is what I should do as a manager this is what I should do as a mother and I'm not going to overstep it by doing anything outside of this list and so this would not help only help her but it will help Ray J and Princess Love too because they will understand what their expectations are of her as well so moving on to Mr. Ray J now he <laughs> he again as I said earlier is an interesting character but he has a good heart and so with him I would bring to the table as far as his positive qualities as well and to say you know he just want everybody to be happy ray j is that type of person that just want to see everybody feeling good he, he you know he don't care about the consequences and stuff that come with it he just want everybody to be happy and so with that is cool and that's a positive quality about him because he doesn't like 
seeing individuals in strife and in anger and in pain. However, we always have to go deeper than the surface. You know, sometimes just being a party guy or being a fun guy and being a, you know, doting husband or son every now and then is not enough. You got to dig deeper and do more. And so I would have him identify what he believes his role is as a son and as a husband. And so once he identifies those things, he can come together um, and I will have also Princess Love and have um, Mrs. Norwood, meaning Sonja Norwood, do the same thing. And then kind of do the same exercise. See if they have anything that they agree on in each role. And then make a compiled list where it's a list that he can look at to see, okay, this is how I should operate as a son and this is how I should operate as a husband. And so basically kind of get him to an understanding, hopefully, that now that he's married, his first obligation is to his wife. It is biblical, it's scripture, look. <laughs> and when you, once you leave your mother and father, you cleave to your wife. And so he has to understand that now the positions and roles have changed where before he will put his mother first, but now he has to put his wife first. And then he has a daughter now, so even she goes before his mom. And understanding how his, his actions can affect her because they are meaning princess love because they are now one. So again, coming up with that list, and having them kind of come to a compromise to where where their expectations are of him and then him having a better understanding of what role he should play and how he should behave. I don't know why I have like the hiccups, but <laughs> I apologize. Um moving forward to Princess Love. Um she is the newbie in a situation, so she's coming into a family dynamic that may be similar to hers or may not be similar to hers. They do have different rules because they are a celebrity family. So she's being thrust into something that she's never experienced before. So with that being said, we also have to take into account that at this point in time when this was going on, she was pregnant. So we have to take into account her emotions and understand that what she may be feeling now may be completely different than once she actually has the baby. So being sensitive to that fact, I would definitely make sure I point out her positive qualities is that she just wants to make sure that her husband is operating as a husband because she loves him so much and she does not want a piece of her being shared with other women <laughs> which is pretty much simple um but she also tries to cultivate a relationship with Sonja and Brandy and so she does show in more ways than when I feel like she wants to be a part of this family and wants to make it work so therefore those I would say are the positive qualities of Princess Love now as far as coming to this Coming to a solution, one, I would definitely drive in the fact that, you know, I would put 
for the importance of journaling. You know, definitely getting her emotions and feelings on paper instead of on social media. Because social media is so convenient to where, and I can understand a mindset that she probably was in. She's by herself at home. She has stated multiple times that Ray J had left for like six days and didn't communicate with her during the time he was out in Las Vegas. So she was by herself. She was alone. She didn't have anybody to talk to basically, but herself in her insecurities. And so it's made, it, it took the best of her. And so sometimes you could just be scrolling on social media and you get triggered by something. And then you just go just Twittering or just Facebooking away. And then, you know, thank God you had the delete button. But once it's out there, it's out there. People screenshots, people are, you know, trying to pounce on any negativity when it comes to social media. So I would definitely encourage her to engage in more journaling. Um, even even a kind of another step further from that is videotaping yourself. We all have um video on our phone and so sometimes we are tired and we don't want to write so hit that record button and just record yourself talking you know it may seem weird but people facebook live all the time (laughs) and they can't see themselves in instagram live now now they got igtv so i would definitely encourage her to you know if she doesn't feel comfortable journaling just put the camera on and sit there and vent and just talk it out and make it a conversation with God if she feels silly about just talking to herself. That way she can look back and reflect and see the things that she said and see how it makes her feel, see what emotions she's processing and going through. And if she wants to keep it, she can keep it as a video diary or she can delete it. And that way, again, it's not out there for the world to see. It's not out there for Mama Jasonja or Brandy or even Ray J to have to comment on or try to figure out. It's for her own personal keeping. So that is one solution that I would give to her inventing about those situations. Now, kind of, you know, putting in a little marriage and family, uh, marriage therapy in there, I guess you could say, or marriage coaching. Um, I would definitely have them do a list to um, Princess and Ray J as far as Princess, which pretty much she did with him as far as the whole list with the husband thing. But going back to that, you know, looking at what her expectations are of him as a husband and him reflecting on that and seeing what he's able to do and what he's not able to do and him coming to a compromise as far as him beginning to operate in her expectations and his expectations as a husband. And then after that, we would conclude with all of them going around saying one positive thing about each other. And so I always feel like with coaching sessions, you should end on a positive note because things like this can get very tense and get very hectic. So you want to end on a positive note. So if they're not spiritual, you know, I would end in prayer, but, (laughs) 
um, if they are spiritual, I would end in prayer, I should say. But if they're not, you know, a lot of times people feel uncomfortable with that. So I would have them all say something positive about each other so they can leave on a high note instead of a low and give them homework on basically throughout that week. See what action that each person took on the list that on a compiled list that we made for each person, meaning um, Sonja, Brandy, Ray J, and Princess. Uh, well, Princess didn't have a list, but I will say um, Sonja, Brandy, and um, Ray J, I would have Princess evaluate and see, you know, what action did, because she lists one action that they all took on that compiled list. And then with Princess, I would have her do one or two journal entries or video vlogs, um, or vlogs, I guess you can say, um, or video journal, um, and have her do one or two of those instead of going to social media, you know, trying to do that and see how it works. And then when we meet for our next session, we all kind of talk about it and evaluate it. So, so that is kind of a walkthrough, well, not kind of, but that literally was a walkthrough of how one of my family sessions would um, operate. It seems pretty long <laughs> because you have so many family members involved, but when you're actually in it, you can make it a lot, I will make it a lot shorter to where everybody will be able to do um, their portion and get something out of it. So. So yeah, that that is it for me. I hope you all enjoyed this podcast. Um, again, you guys can find me on all social media outlets. And I realized that, there's a quick story, I was at an amazing, awesome, just kind of blew my mind brunch called Influence Her, which was done by iStyle Events. Look, look her up. Um, her name is Tanisha and she is amazing. She threw this event and had three powerful speakers there and we, um, basically got to, you know, uh, mingle and network and then we listened to the speakers and we mingled and network again. And I encountered this young lady and we were talking about what we do. And so, um, she was like, oh, well, let me look you up um on social media and so I was like oh great well she didn't say social media but she said Facebook I'm always saying social media for everything but she was like oh let me look you up on um Facebook and I was like okay and I said the CL brand and so she was like oh okay so she then was trying to find me and then she was like so what do you do like do you work with CEOs and I was like CEOs I was like no I'm actually a family life coach and she was like confused like oh okay so as we're talking I can see her still trying to look me up and then all of a sudden I was like can I see your phone like because normally it doesn't take that long to find me so she goes in her phone and she was putting the c as in cat e as in elephant o as in operate um brand so she thought I said the ceo brand (laughs) was my um what was how to look me up basically and I was like oh no so I was like 
all this time I've been on these podcasts and I've been saying the CL brand. And I'm like, I hope people have not been looking me up thinking I'm saying the CEO brand. No, people. It is my initials of my name, which is Candace Lodre. So you can find me on Facebook, on Instagram, and Twitter at the C as in cat, L as in lake, <laughs> brand, B-R-A-N-D, um, and I am right there. So it's my initials, the CL brand. Um, so at the CL brand, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you just want to go to my hub, uh, which you can find me, find my podcast, find my books, you can find my apparel and merchandise, um, blog. I am at www.candice, C-A-N, D as in dog, I-C, E as in elephant, Lodre, L as in lake, O, D as in dog, R, E as in elephant, E as in elephant.com. So that's CandiceLodre.com. So I hope you guys, I hope to hear some comments, hear some reviews, get some applause um, <laughs> on this podcast. Um, definitely interact with me on social media. I love to hear from you. I love to hear your um, ideas. If you have any ideas or any um, topics you want me to cover, please, please let me know. I love to interact with um, my followers. So thank you again for listening and I will talk to you next week.